0: johnson house theory realty i want to read you what megan said having emily with house theory realty represent us was a wonderful experience she is incredibly professional thorough her communications with us superb i'm sure she works with many clients at once but she had a special way of making my husband and me feel like we were her top only clients her advice and support helping us really narrow down our search area And home needs was invaluable. She was polite, available, friendly, very knowledgeable. She always seemed to ask the great questions that I didn't think to ask. This is the real estate agent you want on your side. I look forward to working with Emily again in the future should our home needs change. That is what you get with Emily Johnson, House Theory Realty. Home buying or selling needs, any questions you have, she's more than welcome and happy to be a resource for you, even if you don't end up selling your home or buying a new home. Emily Johnson, House Theory Realty. It was a breaking news alert that uh, Joe Biden and Xi Jinping have come to an agreement on fentanyl. Well, I'm sure whatever the deal was, we got the best end of it, don't you think? We have seen the incredible negotiating skills. It'll probably be some sort of deal where China promises to increase fentanyl production that gets shipped to Mexico and then uh, sent into the United States. And we'll be told that that's a victory. I mean, when you, when you look at how this administration defines victory, the withdrawal from Afghanistan was a brilliant success, they tell us. Single greatest airlift, militarily speaking, we've ever seen. Even a year after uh, the, the reports came out evaluating what had happened, this administration still is like, no, we didn't see any problem with it at all. The border's secure, they say. The economy is the best that it has been in a very, very long time, they tell us. So when we hear that whatever fentanyl deal was worked out and what a success it was, let's remember how it is that this administration defines success, shall we? And can we not forget that this is the dictator of a country who flew a spy balloon over the United States, sending back in real time shots of uh, high-valued, targeted military installations? Of course, we allowed it to, once again, making many wonder, what do they have on this administration? Oh, yeah, just smiling and shaking hands, having a good old time. But Trump's the one who likes dictators, see. In third vote, deeply divided, SPS board revises school lunch anti-discrimination policy. Now, in case you weren't aware, evidently in the Springfield public school systems and school systems all over the country, Uh, Gay kids have been denied lunch. Did you know this was happening? Apparently. Now, for whatever reason, it must be an anti-Biden conspiracy, an anti-LGBT conspiracy, LGBTQ conspiracy, uh, that all of the networks have decided to not cover these stories. Not a single one of somebody who is a member of the LGBTQ plus community being denied lunch. Now, of course, that's not what this is all about. Last year, the Biden administration announced a dictator. Maybe it was earlier this year. That put public schools on notice if they did not adopt the Democrat social gender policies and implement them into the education system then the administration would withhold funding for lunches for poor kids because they're classy, see. And there's no better way to show support for kids than to threaten to withhold lunch that they otherwise were told could not afford to eat unless the schools bend and implement your political policies. This failed, but... Democrats do, to their credit, what they do well, and they don't give up. And so on a third vote, this is now the policy. So what exactly is it? We're going to talk about this, plus some of the absurdities of it and how uh, just a shock beyond all shocks. Judy Bruner, that we were all told was this conservative. Repo- oh, yeah, uh, she, her people were showing up at Republican events. No, she's a Republican. She sided with the left-wing extremists. I, just shocked. Also, a look at the weather in moments. Right now, the latest news update. Good morning everyone, I'm Angela Luna. Police are investigating a shooting in downtown Springfield last night around 8.30. Springfield police say two vehicles were involved in the shooting with one car shot multiple times. Two people are rushed to the hospital one has died and the other has life-threatening injuries. We'll continue to update as more information becomes available. A woman is dead after being hit by a car in Springfield last night. Police arrested the driver. Around 6 p.m. the vehicle was heading westbound on Grant when Police say it hit a woman crossing the street. She later died at the hospital. Investigators say the driver showed signs of impairment and was taken into custody. A local nonprofit is hosting its annual Thanksgiving food distribution this Saturday. Crosslines will be helping more than 900 households that registered for assistance last month. Funding comes from local churches. The food distribution will be held at the Central Assembly of God on North Campbell in Springfield. From Color 10 News, I'm Angela Luna. First alert forecast sponsored by St. Clair of the Ozarks Home Improvements from Color 10. Fox 49, meteorologist Tom Schmidt, sunny 69, today 43, tonight tomorrow a high of 67. Uh, don't forget, sign up for Godfather's Pizza Party at ksgf.com. Also, we have Show Us Your Best Shot, Brad Pistol, and Safe Money Radio this is uh, several years in a row we have done this you uh, go to ksgf.com and upload your hunting picks they can be from previous seasons one of the entries will result in a winner now it's not best photo most impressive you're entered simply by uploading and you're going to get a massive prize pack it's valued around 500 bucks or so everything in it was handpicked by brad pistol and that again, thanks to Brad Pistol and Safe Money Radio. That at KSGF.com. And win it before you can buy it tickets for Rock the Country, Pop or Bluff, Missouri, January 28th, 29th, among others. Jason Aldean and Kid Rock. Tickets not yet on sale, but you can register to win them at KSGF.com. Regarding the Obama administration's threat to withhold money for lunches for underprivileged kids if schools did not implement Democrat gender policies, their political gender policies in the school systems. Uh, and it was uh, this is all masquerading as needed to protect LGBTQ plus kids from being denied lunch, being discriminated against lunch, because that's been a real problem. On the American Transmissions talk and text line, noting it was all a misunderstanding about not serving LGBTQ plus for lunch. Actually, there was a sign up that said they were out of BLTs and some people just took it the wrong way. I could see that happening. (laughs) I could see that happening. Now, understand, these are the same people who falsely claim that there's no need to protect girls from boys competing against them or from showering with them in schools because that's not a real problem, even though it is a problem and it actually is happening. The people who tell us it isn't are the same people who tell us that we need protections for kids at lunch so they aren't being denied lunch for being LGBTQ+. Yet they cannot find you one example of that ever happening because do you know why? It hasn't. This was the third vote. They finally passed Biden's insertion of the Democrat Party social policies regarding gender identity into the Springfield Public Schools. Voting against this were those that, you know, the annoying three that are always worried about kids actually getting an education instead of social indoctrination. Kelly Byrne, Steve McCoskey, and Dr. M., These are the individuals, by the way, that that whole United Springfield organ that this whole thing is to get them, you know, they got to get those people out of there, have to get back to rubber stamp left wing activism. Now, there's a few things to talk about on this. I did like at one point Kelly Byrne in order to make a point he 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 read off all of the different genders because you know we gotta okay you know, we gotta somebody not in addition to remembering everybody's names you have to remember everybody's genders now some of which they're all made up words other than male and female and he was just listing them like over 70 of them Now, those that were in support of this, Scott Kreiss, Daniel Kincaid, Sharita Thomas-Tate, and Judy Bruner, which is really weird again because we were told that she was this Republican that just were interested in kids' education. She wasn't a left-wing nut. Oh, I guess until she is. Their position on this is that they were just following orders. They they, they have no choice whatsoever. The Biden administration dictated this, and you just got to do what you got to do. In fact, Judy Bruner, according to the news leader, said that individuals may disagree with government regulations, but, you know, you just have to follow them. Oh, okay. Well, thank goodness she wasn't around during Jim Crow laws. Hey, look, I know it's unfair, but you just got to do what government tells you to do. No way around it. It's your your job as a good citizen is to comply. Now understand, this only applies to left-wing ideology. If it is something that the left doesn't like, you are supposed to fight like hell in order to have it done away with. But if it's left wing, if it's authoritarian, people like Judy Bruner, their position is hey, you may disagree with it, you just got to do it anyway. I wonder if she takes that position when it comes to pro life legislation in Missouri. Hey, listen, this is what the law is it's a pro life state, uh, nothing you can do about it, just comply. Or when students were walking out because they did not like the current gun control laws. Don't do enough. I believe she would have been a principal at the time, perhaps. Regardless, was the message to uh, students, hey, this is the way it is. Sorry. You just need to comply. Don't try to do anything about it. Certainly don't stand up and speak your voice for what, what is right. No, no. This is the message that the school board, is assent- or at least the, the individuals who are supportive of this, dictate. Hey, you just got to do what government tells you to do. Now, that is an appropriate message for the left wing, because this is all part of indoctrination. Compliance. Citizens complying with government. And I suppose in some capacity, she is expressing an educational lesson here in this world that she and the other left-wing activists are trying to cultivate and that is what government tells you to do you don't question it you just do it she used an example if I go to the airport I don't want to take off my shoes but I got to take them off it's a regulation comply good citizen Now, we shouldn't be surprised at this approach because, again, it is your typical left-wing indoctrination regarding policies again that they support. Now, if it's something they're against, it's horrific, it's a violation of this, it's racist, it's you know everything else under the sun. But when it is totalitarian in nature and something they support, you just got to do it. Just comply, citizen. Learn this at an early age and you'll be just fine. As long as you comply, you have nothing to worry about. A couple of other notes of interest. There was part of this, a proposed change to the policy that included changing the verbiage of his and her to the grammatically incorrect plural of their. This is. Just an additional annoyance of all of this stuff is the grammatically incorrect nature of it and that it's promoted in schools where you were supposed to be you know, so, all right, we're going to learn how to speak and write, learn proper grammar, but by the way, we are going to at the same time, for the sake of wokeness, uh, propose that you use grammatically incorrect language. And instead of his or her, it's there. This one was too much... For even left-wing activist Sharita Thomas Tate, even she supported not switching the language to "there" in place of the gender and grammatically specific and accurate "his" or "her." You want to know the two that were so extreme they voted for it? One was Kincaid. The other, once again, Bruner. Bruner voted against keeping it grammatically correct and switching to the woke there. I I, I hope that I am illustrating the reality of the deceit that organizations and groups in the Springfield area are going to, in order to take back fully they already have the votes to control largely, but to fully take back without any opposition, the the school district, so that they can continue moving forward with left wing uh, the the um, activism that they deliberately went out. And took a left-wing activist, who, by the way, despite the fact that BLM was openly, in their own charter, anti-Semitic, wore a BLM mask in school, promoting that. They took that person, Bruner, went around convincing, evidently, some people successfully, no, no, she's a Republican. She's not one of those left-wing lunatics. She's not one of those trying to socially indoctrinate kids. No, no, no. She's going to be on the side of, of Dr. M and Mikowski and Byrne, those who are interested in kids getting an education. She's to the left of Sharita Thomas Tate on that vote. This is already underway. That She was the, the test subject of this. All of these it's the news leader is doing their part they're un- unraveling this as we get into what will be election season and it's the announcement that the chamber hey we're no longer going to indoors like we're getting out of all that stuff well look at this here's a group of completely unrelated people united citizens in springfield that just want harmony and peace and all the nastiness of this stuff out of it, and oh, that's all that we're interested in, and all oh, the glowing pieces in the leader, This is a recognition by the left that their ability to convince people through outfits like the Chamber of Commerce and others that these are normal people who just want your kids to have an education, that they've lost that ability, that that that, that has no longer proven effective, and in fact, it is counterproductive. So that's why this new organization is formed. And these individuals, these people, they were utilizing this this approach with Judy Bruner to see if this is something, you know, just present someone that's non-political, but go to these Republican groups and tell, oh, no, no, she's Republican. Will it work, despite her clear left-wing activism? And they saw that it worked, and lo and behold, okay, activate. Springfield United. Now, there's a couple of other things I want to talk about on this vote last night.
1: The American up Third
0: 447 KSGF. I vote angry. that the left succeeded in pushing over the line, and that is the uh, the implementation of LGBTQ plus policy uh, by the Democrats into Springfield public schools. And the way that this was done, and we knew this was coming because it was announced some time ago. The Biden administration was threatening schools, saying we will not. Fund poor kids getting lunch unless you implement our policies on LGBTQ gender stuff. Classy move. And school board member Kelly Byrne said that, you know, he's among other things gotten a phone call somebody cussing him out um, because he was going to cost kids money. Uh, no, it was Biden that threatened to withhold the money. This is how twisted people's minds can become. And frankly, this is the form of manip- manipulation. And this is why the left does these things and holds certain things hostages or hostage, like funding for poor kids. Because then they can make the bad guy those that don't comply with their political efforts. The Biden administration is the one to blame for any potential funding. Somebody had asked about it. I think $7 million is the, the uh, amount of money that I, I don't know over what period of time. But it wasn't an insignificant amount of money. The Biden administration, they're the ones who threatened to withhold it. I, I mean, that's who you should be angry at. It's like, you know, I go to mug someone. And because they say, no, I'm not going to give you my wallet, I shoot them. And then I cuss them out because they didn't comply and give me their wallet and they made me shoot them. Perhaps one of the most disturbing remarks made last night as covered by the news leader was from board member Kreis that I it's rare that someone in politics makes some sort of remark that I I have to really go wait what but he managed to do it and I want to share that because it should be very 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 concerning to everyone coming up here in just moments I'm Nick Reed Springfield's talk One O Four One. First alert forecast from Color 10, Fox 49, meteorologist Tom Schmidt, sunshine 69 for the high today, clear overnight down to 43 tomorrow, cloudy. With a high of 67, Sarah Myers.
1: Thank you. Avis, the car rental company, if some of you out there are planning a holiday road trip and you are needing a short-term rental, Avis, the car rental company, they have got you covered. And while you are getting your short-term rental, there we go, when you're getting that, I also recommend that you get more information on their long-term rental program as well. Now, the long-term rental program, it was created to bridge that gap between buying a vehicle and leasing a vehicle. It's a really great opportunity if you are looking to purchase a new vehicle soon, but you are wanting to kind of do a longer test drive before you make that commitment. It's also great if you are a person who likes to lease your vehicles, but you're wanting more flexibility. And it's great if you are a business owner looking to add to your fleet of vehicles. Uh, there's no trips to the DMV. There's no vehicle maintenance cost. And the best part is if you get into a vehicle that you just realize it's not working out for you, you can swap out vehicles every couple of months if you wish to do so. Now, Avis, they have everything from Ford F-250s to Chevy Bolt EVs to Ford cargo vans, so they have something for everyone. Now, if you want more information on either the short-term rentals or the long-term rentals, you can swing by the Avis store here in Springfield, speak to Lauren, and of course, you can find all of their contact information under the Sarah's Endorsements tab at ksgf.com. All
0: right, this third vote, SPS board revising school lunch anti-discrimination policy to inject... Democrat political policy when it comes to LGBTQ plus stuff. Now, understand what this is. This is camel under the nose stuff. This is all about forcing girls to compete against boys. This is adopting the policy that we will comply with respecting everyone's gender identity. So... We're going to have some real problems in the school district when you have a guy that wants to shower with girls or compete against girls. This is opening the door to it. It's exactly why it was done. And the school board members know this. They, they understand what the goal here because all you have to do is look around and see what's happening all over this country. So this is once again, and it's unfortunate for girls in the school district that last night was a massive step back for girls in the Springfield Public School District. I suppose part of their education is going to be learning that when it really comes down to it, it is a man's world. And that if a guy wants to compete against you, you better shut your mouth. And from the information that I've gotten over time, these things have already been seeping in. But part of the problem is that the girls and their families are afraid to speak out because they're afraid of retaliation. They're afraid they'll be called transphobic. They'll be, you know, they'll, they'll be called all sorts of horrible names. They'll be told they have to go to counseling. They'll be ostracized. This is again, unfortunately, several decades back, further than that even, that Democrats have taken us where girls are literally afraid to speak their voices and give their opinions on these issues for fear of retaliation because they're a girl. And moving that forward, moving that environment forward that is hostile towards girls— is because of member Scott Christ, Daniel Kincaid, Sharita Thomas Tate, and Judy Bruner. That's just the reality here. One of the comments that was made by member Steve McCoskey here's how it's characterized in the newsletter. Following the policy revision votes Tuesday, McCoskey appeared to suggest. More students might be emboldened to explore a different gender identity or sexual orientation. Responding to McCoskey, Christ said, quote, I'll never understand how this is leading kids down the path or pushing this on kids. This is just language and a policy. It's not pushing anything. I don't know whether this guy is this naive or he's just this dishonest. And I frankly don't know which is worse. First off, the number of kids that have, you know, not been led down this path has skyrocketed. At the same time that we have seen the implementation of these tor- sorts of policies, you have all of this sudden massive spikes in numbers of kids that are like, well, maybe I am in the wrong body. Maybe I am gender confused. The fact that somehow there's not a connection made in the minds of some people that one might be connected to the other. It'd be like having smoking advertising all over the place. A month of smoking, talking about how wonderful smoking is, and then seeing an increase in kids smoking. You'd you'd get it, right? You'd understand that. But evidently, apparently, according to people like Christ, who's on the school board, he doesn't, he can't even ever understand how there would be a connection between the constant promotion and celebration of this stuff and an increase in kids that attach themselves to it. I just, I don't understand that. Do you not understand kids? How can anyone be that obtuse? That's almost dangerously naive to not understand. What impact these, anything, like to not understand how kids are impacted by things. Oftentimes, these are the exact same people that will go on and on and on about the importance of school, because what is it that the schools are doing? They are molding the young people. They are creating the adults of the future. particularly when it comes to money, they have no trouble making sure you understand how important the schools are when it comes to your child's well-being because they are the ones they're molding, but all of a sudden, well, I don't understand how this would have any impact on kids whatsoever. Is that how it works? Which is it? Are school policies relevant and impactful on kids? Or are they completely irrelevant with no impact whatsoever? I will never understand how this could have an, I, I, what are What? Do you not remember what it was like when you were a kid? You're talking about. I, I, I can't believe we even have to explain this. This is what I'm talking about. How. I was almost gobsmacked to hear any adult not grasp this concept, let alone someone who the citizens of Springfield voted to be in charge of making decisions about the education of kids, who will never understand the concept of kids being impacted and shaped in these ways. Why do you think advertising targets kids? Why do you think trends target kids? How many news stories have there been out there of kids doing idiotic things like eating Tide Pods because that's what others were doing and presenting it as cool and the new thing? Are you completely unaware of what goes on in this world? When you take a group of individuals, young people, many of which are desperate, and this is part of humanity, you're trying to discover who you are, find who you are, and you want acceptance. And for other reasons that are a whole other discussion we've talked about before, why it is that increasingly you have kids seeking out these answers, and you want to belong, kids want to feel special. And you bombard them with messages of, guess who's the most special? Guess who gets a month? Here's a parade. We're going to celebrate you if you are LGBTQ+. Oh, we're going to have safe spaces specifically for you. We're going to have all sorts of celebrations specifically for you. By the way, did you know that you're a hero? You're so brave if you're LGBTQ+. Corporations trip over themselves to promote how cool and awesome and wonderful being LGBTQ+. is. Anytime a celebrity comes out, they are a massive hero for coming out as LGBTQ+. You don't understand how that sort of environment, and then you kick into it, the schools that are going to join right into it. Well, I don't ever understand how that would impact kids. I just no idea. That person should not be on a school board. I, I don't care political ideology. I, I don't know whether the guy claims to be this, that. I don't know. Maybe he's not political at all. I have no idea. That person does not belong on a school board. Springfield's Talk One i I'm Nick Reed. Holler Building Company, Woodvale Subdivision, uh, builder incentives. If you aren't sure what that means, it's good for you. Not that you don't know what it means, but the builder incentives are good for you. It's actually fantastic because when it comes to the interest rates being high, and maybe uh, you like, we need to buy a new home, it's something we want to do, brand new home, but interest rates are a little bit high. Well, one, you can if you do it now renegotiate those refinance later when when the rates do drop someone changes directions we get Biden out of there however long down the road that may be and so then you are able to renegotiate at a lower interest rate but with these all our building company homes and the builder incentive you can at the same time take advantage of savings because of the builder discounts so you, you really come out ahead and then when it comes to the designing the 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 home the inside giving it that feel that that personality the countertops and fixtures and so forth all our building company the showroom floor all in one place it's easy the woodvale development golden and weaver drop by drive through check it out all our building company o l l e r yeah i want to make a final comment on this for today and regarding the News Leader article and how board member Christ said he he was responding to McCoskey's comments regarding these sorts of policies they you know they can encourage kids down a path that otherwise they would not go and he just doesn't get that, doesn't understand how that could be possible. He'll never understand it, he says. And doesn't feel that this is increasing the pressure on kids in any way or the influence on kids anyway. And part of what McCoskey was noting is the increases of suicide rates, particularly in this area of kids clearly having some sort of emotional issues. And one of the most devastating aspects, and I think it's beyond negligence, is taking kids that do have genuine issues and making their go-to gender And we have seen this with great frequency across this country, kids and their parents who are told that this is your problem. And if you don't get some sort of surgery or some form of transition, then you're going to kill yourself. Countless young people who went through that realizing once they became adults that it was not the problem they had all have very similar stories about how it was they were manipulated. And that included being told, or their parents being told, well, you can either have a dead son or a living daughter. In other words, if, if you don't encourage and allow for a sex change operation, they will kill themselves. You think about that as a kid. And think about that if you are struggling, and as so many of us were, and you don't know why. And with your changing body, maybe there's, you know, you don't like it, you feel awkward with it. And so you go to a counselor to talk about it, and one of their go-tos because of school policies is, well, have you considered, uh, you know, maybe uh, you aren't really the gender that you were, quote, assigned at birth? And it leads to a path, and again, this is what so often happens, in which they are told, no, this is what's wrong with you. And further yet, you will get so bad if you do not start a transition that you are at risk for suicide. What's I mean, the sick sociopathic manipulation that we're doing on these kids, I think it is very dangerous given the serious nature of what is occurring with all of this stuff, to have people making vote voting decisions, the Springfield School Board members, that say they don't understand, they'll never understand how all of these things and these influences would actually lead a kid down one path or another. That There's too much at stake here to not understand that. Uh, we are going to barring the end of the earth at some point humanity is going to look back and just shake our heads in absolute utter shock and shame at the level of i, I don't even know how to describe it in what we're doing to these kids uh, it, it's just indescribable i'm trying to think at least in my lifetime If there has ever been such a concentrated proactive effort to do to young people to take young people that are the most vulnerable to offer them this easy answer to all their woes and furthermore tell them by the way if you don't do it you may kill yourself and when the answer is not pills not exercise, not you know anything ranging from healthy to maybe not so much, but at least you can stop it, but telling them forever changing your body in a way that we have seen has horrific side effects that are painful for many of these young people all the way up into, and we just continue to do it. Now, our European friends have quit doing this because they've recognized the horrors of these experimentations that we're doing on kids. But for whatever reason, in this country, the left is insistent on not pulling back, on not recognizing the realities of what this is doing to young people. They're pushing forward to the point that just yesterday in Springfield, Missouri, with the exception of three school board members that have this annoying habit of wanting only to provide a successful education for kids. With the exception of those three, the rest of them vote. We're just going to keep trucking on forward, keep trucking on forward. And then when we're asked why, I guarantee you, if any of you want to call, you call the Judy Bruners, these others that you've been falsely misled to believe that there's something that they're not, they're going to all tell you the same thing. They're going to try to wash their hands of it. Well, we didn't have any choice. I mean, we, we didn't have any choice. We had to do it. You didn't have to. You know what? There were three council, there are three board members who proved he didn't have to because they voted against doing this. Don't let them lie to you. Springfield's Talk 1041. I'm Nick Reed. American Transmissions talk a text line. Is this something we can petition to get on the ballot to ban in Springfield? Uh, elections. Elections in April. In fact, regarding that, another text message, the Springfield Public School vote was to get this out of the way before the April election. Two of those who voted with the majority to implement the Democrat policies are up for re-election. They're the current board president and vice president. If Scott Kreis had scruples, he would have refused to take the vice presidency from Dr. M. If this becomes an election issue, the conservatives will be labeled with the phobias, sad, Examine the credentials of those running, especially the sociology professor from MSU is a frequent speaker at board meetings in the public comment section. If city council cannot enact soji, the Chamber of Commerce and SBS will weigh um, the chamber of Commerce will weigh in on the issues against Christians. I've noticed, as may, perhaps you have as well, there have been a couple of, you know, just very nice, articles about some of the individuals who have picked up these, the packs, um, packets to potentially run for school board. And, and they're left-wing activists. One, well, I'm a sociology professor at MSU. And those two in particular, they, their message was about the schools not being LGBTQ+. Plus. They're left-wing activists. I, I mean, they, they, these are individuals that they want to complete you've got dr m up for re-election they would you know how oh man if they could get rid of her if they could get rid of her i mean kelly byrne and and mccoskey that they are also pains in the butt but they just can't stand that dr m they could if they could get rid of her and place replace her with another left-wing activist one of the things that you'll oftentimes notice, not so much, you'll it's clear what their goal is, and it's the left wing social activism because they talk about it. One of the uh, potential candidates just flat out said it's because they didn't, you know, vote to express support or something for LGBTQ plus because you know, clearly there's not nearly enough support. But what's more interesting is what they don't talk about. And none of them talk about the continued failure of the district to properly educate the kids. None of them none of them have any interest in the actual education of the kids. None of the left-wing ones I'm talking about here. N- n- nothing about test scores, nothing about we need to figure out a way to turn this around so we're serving our kids properly. Nope, it's about LGBTQ plus activism. Because it's about them, not the kids. News coming up, Glenn Beck next, I'm Nick Reed.